So my question is, what is the first steps that you guys took into planning your wedding? Because me and my fiance want to get married next year, and it is a little stressful, but you guys had an awesome day, and I want to see how I can make it awesome as well. Well, I'll, sure. I'll probably pick this one up. Uh, you know, planning weddings is one of the hardest things I've ever done. That's well, uh, The first thing I did was procrastinate. Hello, welcome to the 100th episode of Shit They Don't Tell You. 100 thank yous to everybody listening right now. I cannot believe it's been 100 episodes, and we only shoot, or we only release one episode a week, so that's like almost two years. In two episodes, it'll be two whole, or four episodes, I can math, it'll be two whole years of never missing an episode a week. Oh, because we missed two? Uh, no, 52 plus 52 is, is 104. Oh, I, I didn't so know that So I was that just shit. doing math. I'm thinking of 50 Don't and 50. Don't your pretty little face. I'm thinking it. of 50 and 50. Why are you thinking of that? Well, I, I feel like we take some weeks off. We do, but the episodes don't. True. We actually stockpiles. They don't need to know any of this. Anyway, we're here. It's the 100th episode, and we wanted to do something really special for the 100th episode. So we decided to take live calls. However, we are not very technologically advanced. So the most efficient way that we could do this is by uh, asking you on Instagram. And if you're not following on Instagram, you can follow me at Nikki Limo. Steve, no, you don't have to follow Steve. No, follow me. Uh, Steve Green Comedy. Thank you. Follow the podcast at Should They Don't Tell You. And uh, also taking questions from our Patreon. And I, I didn't want it to be like where we know the questions ahead of time because I like um, answering on the fly. But uh, we wanted to take the subject matter of each question so that we get a variety and it's not just us telling everyone to break up. Well, <laughs> we're going to do that. Solo. Although that would be if the, pretty fun too and on yeah. brand. Um, so we took, we fielded some subjects of questions from Instagram users that submitted and we took their phone numbers down and we are going to call them today and see if they're home and ask them why aren't they working and then ask them what their question yes. is. Yes. And also, what are they doing to celebrate the 100th episode? Yeah. And, al oh, and also know. try to get some compliments out of them. Most oh, importantly. Yeah. Most importantly, I feel like every... Please state your Every question caller, please state your question with a compliment and state your compliment. Thank you. Oh, our first caller is uh, our a Patreon, a patron yes. of our Patreon, and uh, we wanted to take their questions first, so we offered it out uh, a couple days ago. And uh, if you oh, if you haven't been to the Patreon, you can go check it out. Patreon.com/sticky. We do bonus episodes over there. And it's really fun. And we also do live streams. And yes, we have a cool community on a Discord. A really cool community. It's awesome. We love them. Uh, and also, we are not, we're not, we haven't talked to anybody, so we're not using their names. We're just using we don't really their usernames. Yeah, we don't, you know, we're just using their usernames. We didn't, <laughs> if they want to say their real names, they could say it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, without further ado, I guess we should get started. Um, Mark, do you know how to do this? <laughs> Hi, Lemon Roll. What's up, Lemon Roll? You're live. <laughs> You could say your real name if you want to, but we wanted to protect your identity just in case. Oh, that's fine. I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. What's up, Leah? <laughs> Le hey. <laughs> there are actually there are multiple are Leahs on our Patreon, so true. Do you want to say your last initial just in case, so everyone knows that it's the proper Leah? Oh, Monroe M. <laughs> Leah M. Okay, Wonderful. so much anonymity. <laughs> Yeah, very um, nice. All right, so you are our first caller today. Very exciting. It is our 100th episode. I'm so special. You are, you are so special. Do you have a compliment for us? Because we're taking all the compliments. 
Um, so you guys are my favorite podcast, oh my and I'm super excited to be your first caller. Yes. Feels good. That felt good. There's all the compliments. Do you have a question for us today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other part. Uh, yes, I just have a question. So there might be like some small questions within a question, but what is the shit that no one told you about starting a podcast? Flash, do you have any advice for someone who has like no social media following whatsoever on how to possibly start and grow a podcast? Ooh, this is a good question. Okay, so first of all, the shit that they didn't tell us about starting a podcast that I feel like I if I going back now, I would want to know. And when we started the girls podcast Big Mood, I feel like I had this information to like help start was just like mm-hmm. video is is great. Um, yes. Originally, we okay. like we weren't sure about video. We were like, "Well, it's an audio platform. Like, why, why do we want? We, I don't, should we do video?" And it was kind of like we were kind of half-assing the video portion of it. But there's so much more audience that we've reached. I feel like um, that wouldn't have known about the podcast had we not also posted okay. on YouTube. And you're and also- you connect more with the audience. Like I feel like I connect more with podcasts that I watch. Yeah. Any podcast that I just listen okay. to, I don't feel as connected to as the ones that I watch. And, and if you like share clips more, it's easier to share on social media. Like if you, when you're doing the promotion of your podcast, which you should be doing, um, you yeah. can share clips a lot easier. Yeah, that's easier. another question I have. How do you suggest like marketing it, I guess is the right word to like get it out there to people. So it's not just me sharing it with my friends and family on Facebook. <laughs> I think that's a good place to start. Warm market is what they call it. Is what it do they call that? The warm market. You it's your friends and family. You're freaking douche. It's a sales yeah. term. <laughs> yeah. It's Lord. true though. Be a so, person. No, I'm saying like, so, okay, you have your friends and family on Facebook and like some of your friends are people like from high school or, or college or uh, old co-workers that haven't seen you in a long time, but they still keep in contact with you. I just put something, uh, a sketch from two years ago up on my Facebook recently on my personal Facebook and a bunch of people reshared it because they had never seen it before. And I, I thought like everyone had seen it because like I released it two years ago, but they don't follow me on like my public social medias. They only look at my personal page. So them sharing it with their family and their, and their friends. And then if someone thinks it's good, like they'll, you got a new listener, you got a new subscriber. Um, and, and then the I, best way to market your thing is your angle. What's your angle? Like, there's no better thing that markets your thing than your angle or your niche. Like, exactly. Yeah. I think there's an audience for every niche. So, like, we were just talking about the Bachelor the other day. You could do a whole podcast on the Bachelor, you and could. you use the hashtags. Um, mm-hmm. Using hashtags, I think, will find you a new audience of people that are strangers that you don't know yet. Um, of, I think hashtags are a really good way to bring a community together. Sometimes, like. If I'm looking up, um, you know, bullet journal ideas, I just look up hashtags like hashtag oh, yeah. Bujo. And it's a really fun way to be snarky, too, if you if you like that. True. You can put a little sarcastic. You can put a little bit of your personality in those hashtags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your podcast about? You want to promote okay. it here? What's, what's going on? So I'm wanting to do it kind of, kind of mimicking the same kind of niche that you guys do where you kind of have guests on and then you have a topic and you discuss it. I really love your podcast and I want mine to have the same vibe of like when I'm listening to your podcast I feel like I'm sitting there just having a conversation with you guys Oh, awesome! and like I really want to like have the same thing going on would you say so that you're like, here for I the vibe to... what's that would you say that you're here for the vibe 
I'm 100% here for the vibes. Leo, why are you trying to be a competitor with us? Yeah, I just do don't understand. Do? Like, <laughs> I you're going to out of business, Leo. I could never. <laughs> I could kidding. never I, you guys. I think that that's the best uh, format, honestly. like, I feel mm-hmm. like I listen to podcasts where I just want to be part of their conversation. Yeah. So yeah. totally. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to have like the same kind of thing and hopefully, I don't know. I just honestly, I've wanted to do it for a long time. And I think it was last week's podcast episode. Someone had written in with a question about, I think, starting like stand up. Yeah. And you were like, you can't just like keep asking questions if you should do it or not or questioning it. Just jump in and do it. Yeah. So, that's yeah, you really just do. gotta go feet first for sure. And then also, uh, one thing that I wish that I would have known is the vibe of the guest really changes the energy of that episode. So just be really careful to like pick people that um, are the same vibe that you're wanting to put out. Yeah, or just do what we did yeah. and stop having guests all together unless like you're the <laughs> you're really close pals. <laughs> Honestly, I love the podcast, whether you have a guest or not. Even if it's like a topic that I'm like, I'm not really interested in that. I always listen because I just am here for the vibe. <laughs> well, you're awesome. Well, you're part of the vibe now. We'll see how you feel after the credit Yay, episode. I'm so sad. <laughs> no, I'm well, good luck, Leah. Uh, like, <laughs> honestly, you. just do it. You'll learn so much by just doing it. Yeah. And, All and right. also, so <laughs> too, we have a cool community that I'm sure would like to listen to you do whatever. So, oh, yeah. In the Patreon yeah. or in the Discord. Yeah. yeah. So, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You, you have more around you than you think. It's true. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Got- thank you guys so much for the advice. Thank you. Thank Thanks you, for hanging. Leah. We'll see you Sunday, you. hopefully. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah, that's something that people always say to us is that when they meet us in real life, we're the same as when yeah. we're on videos and stuff. It makes me happy because I, I always feel that, but then you never know. You never know how you're yeah. reading, how you come across yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'm at a chicken Costco who told me that. That's tight. Yeah. Uh, I saw a comment about some girl that met us at Disneyland and she was like, I met them at Disneyland. They're exactly the same. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't think I have the energy to like be a different person on camera. Than no, I am you do not. In real life. No, you do not. Like the amount of high energy YouTubers, like when they they're like talking to you in real life, and then they turn on the camera, they're like, "Hey, I don't have that energy. I can't handle it. I can't be around it. Exactly. Yeah. All right, next caller. Hello. Hello, caller number two. You know what that I'll tell you. Ew. I don't like that voice. <laughs> you don't like that one? Hello, Kayla Mino. Uh, we're using usernames uh, just in case you want to remain anonymous, but if you want to say your name, um, up to you. Would you like to say your name? <laughs> Sounds like I'm asking uh, you to my, say it. My username is my name. So oh, Kayla cool. Mino. There you go. It sounds like we're Kayla threatening Mino. you indirectly. I'm sorry. Don't you want to say your name? Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a compliment, please, because we need it. Yes. Uh, I love your guys' podcast. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, and then you had a question about career. What was your question? Um, is there a moment um, where you guys felt like confident in your career choice or felt like really solidified in it? Never. I'm no. Looking, never. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I think I'm good at stuff, but I don't think I'm like, oh, dude, you got it all 100% figured out. You'll never have. A hard question again. Well, the other thing is, is that it keeps changing. So, like, I started out 
traditional acting entertainer, you know, acting stand up. And then but this whatever we're doing now, podcasting, YouTube stuff, that wasn't even that didn't even wasn't exist. Wasn't that, that wasn't a career choice that you could choose. And even when I started doing YouTube, it was seen as like by the industry as like this subpar, like not a real job still. And then now it's become an actual career that's like very well recognized. And like there's even like sub careers like uh, like Instagram stuff, blogger stuff, like all there's all these other things that it's been transformed to. But even now I'm like, is this a career? I don't know. Like, so, I don't but do you feel a master of anything? No, no, never. Right. And I, don't, I think that's a good thing, too. Like, I think when you get when you if you think of yourself as a master of something then like you become complacent i don't think i ever want to stop learning or improving or getting better at things agreed kayla mina what's your what are you what's your career path that you're on right now that you're feeling a little uh nervous about yeah so i'm uh about to graduate college with a degree in history and theater so i'm looking at going into theater Theater. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. So, yeah, in that industry or in, like, you know, theater, dramatic arts, performing arts, um, it's, you know, it's never – see, people are like, it's never guaranteed. You're never – it's not secure or whatever. That's the, like, that's the fear is that, like, it's not secure. Like, a lot of times you're um, you're living off of gig to gig. Um, But honestly, I think in this – era nothing's really secure like we don't have job security like how we used to so i almost feel like people have this like false sense of job security when they go to a nine to five instead of pursuing like what they really want to do um so just know like the fear is real it's gonna hit you but use it to win yeah use it to win and um to motivate yourself and and what and specifically in theater are you looking into acting are you looking into like directing or Playwriting? Uh, directing. Directing, nice. Beautiful. Yeah. So would you like to write in like your own play, that kind of thing? Yeah, I have written one thus far. That's hard. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. hard to do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just get, you know, get out there, meet as many people as possible. Just be being in the the area of, of like people that are doing things is so key when yes, you're starting a, out. Surround yourself with people who do what you do. Yeah. Also, what's your play about? It's about a mother, a grandmother, and a daughter, and the mother has some hospital complications. It's all about them kind of dealing with that tension or grief. Nice. Nice. Three generations all dealing with something in the same space. I like it. That is indeed a a play. Yes. And in... You have passed the play test. (laughs) The play test. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Uh, Yeah. I I would say that, yeah, just, just know that feeling uh, nervous or insecure about it is normal. Uh, Listen, dude, a uh, lot of famous directors have done like something kick-ass and then the next movie was a complete failure. Like, how do you then pick yourself up to, to, to go again? Like, it's about like having some kind of inner confidence in yourself but not thinking that you're a master of something. I think that's key. And always getting better, yeah. Exactly. Sure. Never claim mastery. Okay. Okay, so you stop saying that you're a master of playwright over there, okay? Yeah, well, can you stop saying that? I mean, like, that's all you're saying. Is humble <laughs> humble yourself. God. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. Um, we, yeah, we, like, best of luck. When your play comes out, will you invite us? Can we sit? Yeah, can we can get we invited to it, please? For sure. Can we get box seats? Hell yeah. I don't think that's, is that a thing? Yeah. 
box seats? Depends on the theater. Depends on the I theater. Depends on the theater. She, she's going like, to be at a good theater, though. Balcony seats, like, oh, like Abraham Lincoln style? No, box seats. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's different? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Would you, uh, uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we dump you off? <laughs> dump no, you off. No, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for calling. Oh, we, thanks for or, calling. Well, I guess we called We called you. Thanks for some, <laughs> Thanks for answering. Thanks for picking up the phone, <laughs> thanks yeah. Thanks for picking up the phone today. What a busted-ass no, podcast you're on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we love you. Wow, she's a playwright. That's so cool. Dude, that's hard. You got to sit there and write a three-act play, I assume. Three yeah. acts. I that's imagine cool. it's a similar thing to writing a movie, like where it's if you're passionate about it. You like. Yeah, but a movie you get to cut. Like plays, man. That's a whole different, whole different thing. You got to make it interesting in this space yeah. using the same area, and then you have to like, yeah, sometimes you fly in and out like backgrounds and shit, but damn, mm-hmm. that's hard. That's hard stuff. Yeah, good yeah, for her. Directing She's already that. done more than most people. Yeah, you know, to give her some credit out there. All right, next caller. Hello, Andrew Terrero. What's up, Andrew? Hi. How are you guys? We're great. Very well. Thank I was you. gonna say that we're we've been using everyone's Instagram names to protect their identities in case they want it protected, but it seems I think that's your your real full name, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no worries. Okay, no worries. Right on. You had a career about Cali life that we want to get into, but first of all, um, would you like to compliment us? Yes, uh, you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. Oh my god! I love watching with you guys. Me and my fiance Daisy, literally every single day at dinner, we watch shit they don't tell you. Daisy, and we also love watching your vlogs. Aww. Well, thank you to you. That is thank so, you to thank you Daisy so much well. for watching. Also, we we met you guys at my stand up show, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know you. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. They're engaged. <laughs> yeah, and I have a feeling that that's part of the question today. Oh, they should break up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not that one. No, not that oh, answer. Oh, okay, sorry. No. <laughs> um, all right, Andrew, what is your question? So my question is, what is the first steps that you guys took into planning your wedding? Because me and my fiance want to get married next year, and it is a little stressful, but you guys had an awesome day, and I want to see how I can make it awesome as well. Well, I'll, sure. I'll probably pick this one up. Uh, you know, planning a wedding is one of the hardest things I've ever done. That's, well, uh, the first thing I did was procrastinate. <laughs> I, I like we got we got engaged in November of 2015. We got married in spring mid like May of 2017. Okay. Yeah, and so it took uh 18 months to actually get to the wedding day. Are you planning on doing a very long engagement? Well, we want to hopefully get married in July of next year. We'll be looking at venues and everything, but nice. we just we're still like trying to solidify an actual. Damn, you gotta move, brother! Time. You gotta fucking move. What do you mean move? Yeah, I'm you gotta wrong. move. You gotta move quickly. What? It, he has a a year and like three months. Yeah, but think about it. Yeah. Venues, especially yeah, okay. in July, get booked up fast. I know. I was gonna say That's the true. only thing I would worry about is the venue, which it should mm. be like typically it's a year in advance. So if it if it's a particularly hot spot, maybe you do a little over a year in advance, but. Like a year in advance is the the average for that. I would start with venues, definitely like lock down a venue, and then you can lock mm. down the date, especially if you want to do a July wedding. What kind of venue are you looking at? Are you looking for an outdoor wedding? Or you want an indoor wedding? You want a beach wedding? Outdoor wedding, mostly. Class. Nice. 
Yeah, I think those are a little easier to book. Like, so you shouldn't have a problem if, it, as long as it's like a year, I'd say like nine months minimum, up to a year in advance. Um, obviously, yeah. there are places I wouldn't freak out. Like, there are, there's always going to be places you can find a few months out from your your date. Dude, it just depends on a, how much you want to plan for if it. If you're in a fucking bind, Green Bay, Wisconsin in February, outdoor wedding. You know what I'm saying? Hey, everybody, bring <laughs> the thermals. Let's go. We were doing it cheap. I'm down. Yeah, well, honestly, February? Especially after living in <laughs> That's when it's cheapest. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I would first set your budget. That's, like, the most important part because if you don't set – you're always going to go over budget. I just can promise you that whatever you set as your budget, you're going to go over. So set it as low as possible. Um, <laughs> I'll set two budgets. Yeah, Because yeah. all of a sudden it's like, wait, you got to get napkin rings? What yeah. the shit is There's this? There's all kinds of like last minute <laughs> shit that you're just like, why do we, we why do we need this? Why does a napkin need a ring? Or like things you don't think about, Honestly. like how like the chairs cost money. Right. Like the chair rentals oh. and stuff like that, like chairs and tables. Um, so yeah, like set a budget. And then um, book the venue first, and uh, like I guess just the guest list is very important with when it comes to budget. Yes, get your guest list together. Okay. Because okay. the more the more people, the more expensive for sure. I think it, the average is like fifty dollars a head or something like that. I think in California it's actually like a hundred dollars a head. Chipotle wedding was pretty cheap though, right? We, we didn't do Chipotle wedding. No, I know, but what, but we we looked at we, th- we well, talked. Well, the, the only reason we didn't do Chipotle wedding was because they don't deliver, so you'd have to go pick it up. Right. <laughs> but you got a brother. You got yeah. a brother over there. I'm. I, I might just get a taco truck to be honest. With there you oh, go. There you yeah, go. yeah. That's key. I love yeah. that. Burritos and tacos and call there it a day. There you go. Just yeah. Turn up and have a good time. Also, put your best man and your and your matron of honor to work. Homie. Oh, trust me, I am. Yeah. Oh, good. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and then look into like if the venue has bring your own beverages or if they they do all the food and drink. Because I found if it's bring your own, it's a lot cheaper. Because then you could just like yeah, go to you Costco. Could, yeah, you could go to Costco, bring a bunch of liquor, buy a bunch of liquor, go to Trader Joe's, whatever it is. Um, sure. And then you just hire like a bartender for the night, if it, or like an uncle or a cousin or whatever. Um, okay. But. Yeah, when when it's all included, I find it it was more expensive. For sure. That is very true. Well, thank but, you guys very much for your help. Of course. of course. Just be plan just plan on spending more than you want to and stressing more than you want to. I hope this really put you and at it'll, ease. It'll be a really fun time. No, it did. It <laughs> yeah, really yeah. did help me. Go. You're breathing way oh, easy yeah. over there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking thank your you question for your today, help. Andrew. I appreciate it. No and problem, also, brother. whenever you guys do stand ups again, please post it because we want to see you guys again. You guys are oh, hilarious. Oh hell yeah. We love you guys. I actually you, have a show you. on Monday. So Nikki got a show on Monday. See you then. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Deuces. Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks, bro. Bye. Yeah, man. Weddings, man. Whew. It's yeah, a whole real, racket. Real tough for you, wasn't it? Was it was real hard, man. It was yeah. one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like neither of us wanted to plan a wedding, but guess who ended up getting stuck planning the wedding? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Jesus good, good thing I had your mom. Good thing I had my mom. You're lucky divorce is expensive. I had a lot of people to lean on. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of people to lean on. That's that's what I recommend. Uh-huh. Just having people to lean on? Have people to lean on, uh-huh. okay? All right. Next caller. Hello. Is it es- Esme Utrera or Esme Utrera? I say Esme. It's short for Esmeralda. So. That's what I thought. Esme. That's easy. I was yeah. going to call you Caller. Caller. Hello, Caller. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Um, all right, Esme, thank you for answering your phone today. You have a question here about mental health, but first, can you please give us compliments? Yes, I love you guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I've been following you guys for a couple months now, and I didn't realize that I was subscribed to um, your channel for a while, and I've been watching Tasty Tuesday, but that's the only thing I'd really watch. And then I started watching your other stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love her. Nice. Oh, my God, yes. And please, no, and no compliments for Steve. I'm here as well. <laughs> None. We're cutting uh, it off. And we're going to get to your question about <laughs> mental health, but real quick, uh, we're going to cut to a sponsor. Uh, no. No, That's how it sounded when you are setting up. It was great. Um, all right. So you have a question about mental health. What is that question? Yeah, I noticed that you do certain things throughout your day to kind of deal with your the, the little stuff that you've talked about with your mental health. And I've been doing some of the stuff that you do to see like that would help me, and it's been working great, like the journaling and stuff. Oh, good. But I wanted to see, yeah, I wanted to see how it uh, it works for you, or like what you think helps. <laughs> totally. I mean, uh, yeah. If you, for those of everyone else listening, um, on my vlog channel, YouTube.com/slash Nikki, plug, plug, plug. Um, I I would kind of showing uh different aspects of my bullet journal and how it helps me with um certain aspects of depression and anxiety because i tend to completely inflate or um i I tend to like hone in on one thing that's wrong and like it blows up in my mind like it's this huge thing and it starts to spiral like if i think that i'm behind on my schedule i you're hyper-focused like, on I, that. I'm hyper-focused on it, and it, my brain just thinks I haven't gotten anything done. Yeah. And so keeping track of things in my journal, like I have a bullet journal that I keep like, you know, to, weekly to-do lists on and stuff, and letting myself like check off things one by one that I've done helps my brain go, okay, we're progressing. We're actually getting stuff done today. We didn't just like do nothing for the past few hours. Um, it I, also or helps you organize your thoughts. Yeah, it helps me organize my thoughts and it helps me just even the act of writing it down helps me be present. Like it it brings me back to the present moment, which is really grounding because I feel like when everything's just a mess in my mind and it's just so chaotic, I'm like trying desperately to hold on to every thought that's crossing instead of like dumping it all on a piece of paper and feeling like, okay, I can breathe because it's all on this paper and I don't have to like continue cycling the same thoughts over and over and over again uh so that has helped tremendously and then depression wise i feel like um creatively it's helped a lot where a lot of times if if i wake up and i have an episode of depression like and for me it's it's very chemical it's not really tied into things that are going on in my life um i've found the best thing for me to break out of that is a distraction and so either creatively writing in my journal or um, keeping track of different habits like uh, like taking my vitamins or um, uh, skincare. I have like a, a list of things that I do daily, like reading uh, a chapter of a, a good book, doing all of those things, meditating, exercising, going on walks, um, doing all of those things and then getting to color in each one that I did is kind of a distraction to whatever crazy thoughts are going on in my head. Well, you're 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 just declaring an accomplishment has has been met. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah, and it's it's less than that. That that's more for anxiety. For mm. depression, it's more of a distraction. Like so, it takes my mind off of a dark place and just puts it on something lighter to think about. Um, same with like the way I like choose outfits 
based off of a color of the day or whatever. Um, it's just something distracting to think about that doesn't that takes me away from this like sulky dark place that that where I stay in bed all day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that it, it helped me too when I started doing it. Just I was trying to figure out what to do about either leaving work and going back to school and also, you know, what I was going to do with my living situation to see if I should move into an apartment alone or live with a roommate. And writing it all down definitely helps. Yeah, doesn't it? It, help you, it helps give clarity, I feel. I feel because you can be really honest in writing that um, it just kind of flows out and you actually see what you really want to do. Even if you're like consciously, you're like, I don't know what to do, but then your subconscious kind of fills you in. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. She also yeah. does cool doodles on it too. I do. I also do different exercises that I just like come up with in my head. Like um, if I'm stressing out, like if I am in like a, a decision mode like how you're talking about should I should I go this way or that way or this way um I write down like what my ideal life would be like something like the end goal it kind of helps me zoom out big picture so I write down like every aspect of my life and how I would want it to be in 10 years and after doing that exercise where I really like visualize and like see where I want myself to be in 10 years it kind of helps inform the decisions that I make now Sure. It's kind of like working yeah, backwards. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Yeah. So, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, I am glad it's helping. <laughs> I'm glad it's helping you. Yeah, I appreciate it because I, I didn't, I hadn't looked into it um, before watching your bullet journal, and I started following you on Instagram. So whenever you do the Snapchat stories, I'm like, oh, that seems cool. Like. Let me try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, and just getting to express yourself. I feel like a lot of times people just don't express themselves, and so it stays all bottled in, and they don't really get to know themselves because they don't have any outlets of expression. So having that there. A year really ago, helps. I would have laughed at such a thing: bullet journaling to cure depression. Absurd. The absurdity <laughs> I I of it all. I wouldn't say cure, but well, to help or treat. to cope. Or, yeah, yeah helps treat. Yeah, but no, it's it's really worked for you. It's awesome. Yeah, and meditation and. I a lot of other daily habits. I also didn't know that I, I, I was artistic at all. <laughs> I right. started drawing in my journal. I was like, okay. See, I, 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 lo I love that because I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel like you're speaking to a lot of people right now because um, we, we all have the like left side, right side parts of our brain. And if you're in an environment, like especially if your work environment is very left brain, which is like logic and analytics and like, you know, straight lines and, and not outside the box, um, then you kind of think, oh, I'm just not a creative person just because you're not doing things creatively on a regular regular basis. But when you do an activity that activates that right side, um, a lot of times like there's just something inside you that's been wanting to come out that you didn't even know about that. I, I just love that part of it. Yeah, it's definitely been nice to see because I, I work in law. Okay, so, there you oh go. My God. <laughs> the most analytical, <laughs> logical. You're like, today I drew a flower and then I cried. I couldn't <laughs> believe I could do it. Yeah. After, after coming out of there, yeah, huh? Yeah. It, and it's not even cool law where it's like criminal, where it's, you know, interesting. It's litigation with like. Oh my God. Oh no, that's not the sexy so law you put on TV. That is the like most stressful, wordy kind. Do you guys all flirt with each other? 
all the lawyers and stuff all flirting with the judges and stuff? I think she hung up on you. <laughs> Wait, I want to know. No, I want to know. <laughs> I do know a lot of judges that apparently have sex with each other. Yes. <laughs> do they judge each other during sex? I like like That's the right. idea of them having sex and then them judging, giving scores. Like, you're out of order. You are out of order. Oh, God, say it again. <laughs> Dennis. No, I just meant like giving That's like a, a one out of play. 10 judgment <laughs> score. You. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. You've broadened my sexual horizons today. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Steve. I objectify you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's better, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. I have to go back to work, but I'm so happy that I got to speak to you too. Yeah, us too. Thank you so much for answering today. Or I, I keep saying... <laughs> Thinking like, thanks so much for calling. No, thanks for picking up because we call you. Thanks for picking up your phone, Esme. Yeah. Thanks for submitting a question. You're awesome. You're awesome. Get all that law done. Yeah. (laughs) Poor gal. She's got to go do legal stuff now. I got to sit next to you for the next 30 minutes. All I know how to do is break laws. What laws? Oh, I don't know. Like sometimes I jaywalk because it's convenient. Can you not? Yeah, I'm sorry. Thanks. All right, and on that note, we are going to take a break. We have a very urgent question that really needs to get answered. It's, they actually said it's an emergency, but we'll we'll take it after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back with the next caller. Who's the next caller? Mel San. Mel San. Hello, Mel San. Hi. 23. Hi. We are calling people by their Instagram names because we're not sure if they want to be anonymous. 
but feel free to say your name if you'd like. Okay, um, my name is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Um, thank you for submitting a question today. Uh, also, would you like to start off by complimenting us? Uh, yes, I love you guys. I love all your guys' content. Oh my God, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much for loving our content. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Much. It means a lot. Um, you had a question about porn and relationships. Would you yes. like to elaborate on that? Um, okay, so me and my boyfriend have been together for like 10 plus years. Whoa. I, nice. High school sweethearts, um, obviously on and off throughout 10 years. But um, my question is that, so I recently had a baby. Oh, congratulations. So, wow. Thanks. So um, I've been very like insecure about like where my body's at. Like my confidence has been like at an all-time low. And I feel like recently... He's been masturbating a lot more, watching porn. I've caught him a few times, like, when he thinks I'm asleep, he'll be masturbating, like, next to me. So I guess that I've asked him a couple of times, like, if he'd rather masturbate than have sex with me. And obviously he says no, but, you know, guys lie. Mm -hmm. So I guess that my question is that, um, does he want to masturbate? instead of have sex with me or like um i don't know i'm very like my sex drive is like very high right now so mm, that's oh. what i was gonna ask like yeah you you want to have sex yeah i do and do you feel like you do you feel like you haven't been having much sex with him uh or do you feel like you've been having sex but he's also masturbating on top of that and you just don't like that part that was my question i feel like it's kind of both like Obviously, we don't have sex like every day. Like, I would want to if we could, but um, I just feel like we have sex like maybe like maybe once a week. Okay. But the, I don't know if like. Have you communicated to him about about this? Like, yo, I want to fuck way more. Um, I have, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do it," and then like it just never happens. So, does it not happen because? you guys are busy or is it like he's there and he just doesn't want to i don't know if it's that he says that he does want to but um i don't know like we usually spend like the evenings like hanging out watching tv and then like we'll go lay down in bed and like he'll get on his phone right away and mm. so i'm like okay well i'll just go to sleep i don't know what else to do i mean it's you know i there's a part of this that I know is kind of funny sounding but he might have a problem like yeah that's a thing right yeah because sometimes I do that to Steve where um like I and vice versa I get not, not really vice versa but I I take personal offense sometimes where I'm like oh like I really thought we were gonna have sex last night and yeah uh I got all like you know I got all, all showered up and like had like make sure everything was shaved and everything and um I thought we had talked about it earlier uh but then there's I was like and I was just waiting for you to like come to bed or make yeah. a move or get in the zone and you never did and I'm just confused and I feel I felt like a little rejected um and Steve a lot of times I'd say nine times out of ten it's like something that has nothing to do with me it's like he ate uh too many burritos earlier and <laughs> I'm he being like better a, now uh, yeah true <laughs> but that does happen and um yeah. or he has a headache or like recently he slept on his neck wrong oh my god um I don't know though about the the masturbating part is is 
that one's a variable because I masturbate outside of sex a lot, um, but sometimes I'm not even turned on. I just am so stressed out. Um, Like for me, if I have a million things going on in my mind, sometimes masturbating just makes me get back to level zero Mm. where like it just kind of grounds me out so that I can be go one step at a time again, like be, be more present. I don't know what it is about that. I think it's just that release of stress and tension that makes me back to zero. Um, it it doesn't affect my sex drive though. So like, if later Steve wants to have sex, we have sex. Yes. But I don't know, like um, Steve, if you like, if you saw that I was masturbating outside of sex, would you feel like a little? Rejected only if I was rejected by you in real life Mm. I I, cuz cuz that doesn't bother me I know you're a very sexual person and also I am too. I just um, Yeah, it's it's one of those things where sometimes in order to um, Be the best husband I can be to you I am assuming something is happening that isn't necessarily happening with Mm -hmm. you and so I have gone to maybe have sex with you, but then I, I read you and go, oh, maybe I shouldn't push it right now. When, and then I think I feel rejected. Like, right. why didn't you? Right. Yeah. But then sometimes, you know, I'll just say good morning to you or whatever, and I'll get the brush off. So it's like, it's one of those things where I just, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to do the right, what's right by her right now. <laughs> so uh, this sounds like something else, though, where like you're literally laying down together and he would rather be on his phone is how you feel. Yeah. Um, well, there's and then there's the other variable, which is that uh, she just had a baby, um, and so you're you're feeling insecure about your body already. So th- so little things can mm-hmm. that maybe aren't rejections can seem like more of a rejection because you're Snowball. already insecure about how you feel. Because that happened to me a lot last year. Um, I was at the like. The biggest weight that I have ever been, and I was like, I was dealing with these like gut issues and stuff, and I felt, I already felt so uncomfortable in my skin, and like none of my clothes were fitting right, and I felt like, and I only could feel this in hindsight, like in the moment, it felt very real to me that I was, I felt more rejected than normal because even the slight like me going to bed and you not trying to have sex with me felt like a rejection and it's like I felt even more it kept snowballing like well I'm not sexy right now and I'm I like you know I'm not feeling fitting in my clothes right and because I don't feel sexy I'm not like exuding confidence like I normally do and so then that's adding to it and then I'd beat myself up about it the whole time and then it it was kind of like part self-fulfilling prophecy yeah, and then for me, like I would try to grab you a certain way, and you're like, "Don't touch me there. I don't like that." Yeah, like, you know what I mean. So it was just it like self confidence has so much to do with so many things, uh, especially in your sex life. So, uh, but open communication is so important. Like me and Nikki, we I feel like we have that like really down pat, like, yeah, where we can just talk about whatever it is. And I found in the past when I felt rejected by a partner um, and then it made me more insecure I felt, and then I would like pressure them to have sex with me like almost like if you don't like I'm going to get mad. Right. Uh, yeah. It made things worse. <laughs> yeah it does. So uh, yeah I, I would ch- maybe try to give it a little break like give give some dif- some distance not like a lot of distance but like just to give it like well, a week or, it, or so. Put it at ease a little bit. The yeah. issue right now is kind of a hot plate yeah. in your house. And so when you bring it up, it's almost like triggering both ways. It's triggering for you. It's triggering for him. 
So maybe just giving it a, a sec to breathe and just being like, and both of you just being chill to each other. Yeah. We'll kind of so have the conversation it. first. Yes. And then let it rest okay. a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't okay. put, a, don't put a ticking clock with the conversation. Yeah. You need to yeah. clean the slate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I guess another thing that I actually wanted to get Steve's opinion on is that um, my boyfriend, he's a morning masturbator. Like, obviously I know like when he goes to masturbate because he spends more time in the bathroom than usual nice and i guess that i'm wondering if he masturbates in the morning like does he not want to have sex later on or like because he took care of it himself oh like, i think guys could go i think i mean i don't know him but i think he could go a bunch of times probably. i know some guys that masturbate in the morning so that they can go longer yes i night. was just about to say that yeah i have a i have a buddy who comes very quickly if he doesn't get that going <laughs> so he does that to help himself out later and i know guys who do that before dates too yeah so. It just depends on the person. I, I I I think that that's more about waking up and relieving your morning wood thing. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not emotional though. It's not like oh I don't want to fuck later. Trust me. Like it with guys, it's just like oh I gotta get this nut. Oh cool, I got it. Yes, <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'm tired now. It could also be too. And I'm not a, a new parent um, at all. So, but I've heard from new parents that getting alone time is. Um, very hard to do it with a with a new baby so it could even just be his way of like getting like extra alone time like ex- yeah. extra privacy mm. they're like you know you hear of guys or, or or women like just taking longer in the bathroom to do like just to like when, when their partner has the baby yes. like to just be to able chill. to just get away watch for youtube videos or whatever right right yeah it's so it thing. could be a little bit of that too um all right yeah but, but i don't uh okay so here's here's a big thing right Okay. Uh, one important thing that I think is so important for relationships is to help uh, your partner feel comfortable when they're at home. Like you're not an enemy in their home environment and they're not your enemy in, in your home environment, right? Like, so whatever he would be doing, if you weren't there, uh, it's not about like necessarily shaming him for it. It's about trying to understand why he does it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And not like going like, you're a bad right now. What a bad boy you're being. <laughs> and more like, hey, like what's going on with this? Like uh, what's this really about? If that makes sense. Yeah. So then he doesn't feel like taking a deep breath before he walks in the house because he knows that maybe he's going to deal with some shit. Like it, it's more of like coming at it from an even playing field. I guess another big part of it too is that he um, works like all during the week, all during the weekend. And then he comes home. I guess I don't get much attention from him. Which is something that I've talked to him about, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll work on it," but it's another one of those things that it doesn't really change. Yeah, mm. he's not like putting importance on it or priority on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I I think definitely a conversation because um, without without talking to him or knowing him, I can't really speak and say exactly like who he is, who he is, or what his intentions are as a person. But I know that you could probably read him a lot better with the conversation of like, Hey, it, it hurts me when you don't yes. like, cause he might not know how important yeah. it is to you. Like he knows that you voiced that complaint, but he doesn't know like, Oh, it actually is hurting you to not get that attention or, um, quality time or physical touch or I have a family member who's going through this and it's the same kind of thing. Like once this person approached it, from an, a manner of like, hey, this is hurting me emotionally. That was like the wake up call for the guy. And I don't know if you've done that yet. Maybe you have. Yeah, I've, I've talked to him about it. Like, hey, like when you're home, like I know that you want to just relax and stress or um, not be stressed out. But 
Like you need to make time for us. Yeah, it's so important. And and what what did he what does he say to that? He's just like, okay, I'll get around to he, it. He just says, yeah, yeah, I'll work on it. You know, kind of just like brushes it off. Hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that maybe there's some urgency then that, that needs to happen here about your about your how you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, I need to be heard about this. Yeah, and I think the intentions behind the masturbating too. Like, is it like? Because he's going through a slump, like a depression period. Is it because he's not satisfied in the bedroom? Which I don't. I I think that's the last thing. Honestly, is that he's not satisfied in the bedroom. I think that it's usually just something, some other issue is something happening. Something having nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, have a conversation and then let let him know how important it is and how like you want to be a team, you want to be a partnership, and you need to feel like both of you are being supportive. And also, your needs should be being met first like before he gets his porn knees going your needs should be met first that's just part of like what makes a relationship work and that okay. I, th I think that if you could get that across to him that's really important okay yeah well good luck out there we're thinking of you yeah thank you thank you I hope things change soon and then and yeah you know if they do keep us posted Listen, okay, these yeah, these are hard conversations to have, but being at the end of them when when you get that breakthrough, it's always worth the fucking turmoil shittiness. Totally. Always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And congrats on your new baby. Yeah, seriously. Congrats. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah. What's the name? Tell me for you guys to have babies. Oh, Us me too. too. We're well, trying. Um, We're trying tonight. True. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I'll get some tonight too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We should, let's all pray that we get some tonight. Let's all do yes. Thai food and sex tonight. Yeah. Everyone listening too. Let's yeah, all please. make a pact. Everyone out doing there it. listening. Yes. Please go have sex tonight. Bachelor, Thai food, and sex. Yes. Oh, that sounds great. You can't beat the combo, right? Are you wooing me? I that am sounds great. You. Wow. Or Why Love Island. It? Or Love Island. You can swap oh, them yeah, out. Yeah, Love Island. That's pretty good. All right, mate. All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much yeah. for calling. We're, we're, we're going to be Thanks, thinking about you, over here. Yeah. Yeah, sex is so important, man. Fuck yeah, man. And it, it, it's one of those fragile things that, like, it's only when I'm feeling bad about myself that I feel the rejection. Like, I feel yes. it. Like, I feel me it too. stronger. Like, Extremely it's Extremely so. Yeah. It, it just spins me out of control. Yeah. Especially if I can't have it. Right. Uh, that said... I definitely had it. <laughs> How many times? A couple times this week. It's been pretty wow, sick. Wow, dang. Sick. What a stud. It's been pretty fucking sick, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, next caller. This is all TMI for you well, out no. there. Oh, real quick. What's huh. great about it, though, is that um, we've talked about how cool it is that we fucked so much. Yeah, we did. And that's, that's open communication. In well, a I was talking about how... Um, so I I've been like vlogging when I have had a I had a recent depression episode and I was like I need to share this just so people that go through this don't feel like they're alone and I feel like that's really important to share. And then I also recently vlogged yesterday when I woke up super freaking happy. Like I was like really in a good mood and I felt like every part of my life was in bal in in balance and that and how that's always a place I strive for but um, I didn't, I don't get there as often as I would like, but maybe by tracking like what's going on in my life at that time where I feel the most happy, I will be able to like make it more consistent. And 
you know, one of the biggest things was like, we, yeah, we had a lot of sex last week. Fucking sweet, I was like, dude. maybe that probably had something to do with it. Fucking I also sweet. like slept eight hours a night. I stayed hydrated. I took my vitamins. I ate fruits and vegetables. I went on walks. Like I did all these like daily habits that, you know, you tell yourself you're supposed to do, but when you actually are doing those on a consistent basis, it really does change your whole life. No kid, And also like, Okay, so speak to what Nikki was saying earlier. We were going to have sex before the Super Bowl. But unfortunately, your man woke up with the nuttiest neck cramp yeah. or, or whatever it was. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Couldn't even lift my head all the way up. I was like, do you need a doctor? I was miserable, right? The whole Super Bowl. The next day, somehow, it's mostly better, like 80% better. And so I was able to, to do it. And I felt so accomplished because I went from thinking I wasn't going to get to fuck for like five days <laughs> To like getting a fuck and I was like this is so sick and then I went to the store and I bought some broccoli and then I cut my own big broccoli head into florets wow <laughs> you felt so accomplished you cut up broccoli into florets yeah because I'm trying to eat healthy now and stuff and and, and, awesome. and so I just thought it was so cool that um, one area motivated another exactly. area exactly yeah that's the a big thing it's like I didn't realize how one completely separate area of your life 100% influences the this other area. And how one thing gave me darkness. Like, because I was so excited about fucking you on Super Bowl Sunday, because yeah. that's the whole the Lord's Day, the, the holy day, high holy football day. Mm-hmm. Uh, having that taken away from me and thinking that I wouldn't get to do it for many days in a row mm-hmm. depressed the shit out of me. But then having it turn all around in my favor was like a super bouncy high, high moment. Nice. So you got something you took for granted taken away from you. Exactly. And then given back. Yeah. Just to show you. Listen. Never with, take it for granted with again. With you, if I don't fuck you every 60 minutes, it feels like I'm taking it for granted. Aw, that's a lot of fucking. That's too much. You want to do that? You want to No, that? I think that's too much. <laughs> Give it a go. That's too much. We should talk to the next caller. E-N-J. N-J. It's Naomi. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Naomi? <laughs> Hi, Naomi. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? You had a quest. Oh, wait. Before we get into your question. Uh, you have to compliment us. you have us. a compliment that you would like to give us? Um, yeah, um, uh, cliche, you're awesome and you're cute and I liked your pajamas. Oh my God. Thank <laughs> that you wasn't so cliche. Nobody said that the was actually one. original. Yeah. Thank you for okay. the pajamas. <laughs> I love, I love, I'm in a new chic wife era of I do wearing like your some silky ass pajamas to bed. And I will tell you, I have been sleeping better since wearing some chic ass pajamas to I've bed. I've noticed. Uh, anyway, you had a question about your in-laws. Oh, yeah, boy. um, I've I got kind several. Of been... Oh, can I go? Oh, please. Yeah, can she go, oh, please, sorry. Steve? No, you're good. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Iceman, shut the fuck I've... up. <laughs> I just kind of been better with dads my whole life. Like, moms, I'm rough. Like, I have a rough time with it. Dads always like me. I don't know what it is. Um, but this one in particular, like, what I'm cooking for their son isn't good enough. What my personality is just too. Um, too confrontational for them. Like I'm the kind of girlfriend that will run back in the restaurant and say, "Hey, like you forgot to put barbecue sauce on his burger," kind of thing. But like I won't. <laughs> You're be dope. Rude. You're dope. That's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a feature like, of you. That's not a bad thing. Well, like I stand up for him in ways that they kind of like. He he's annoyed by certain things about them, and like I will go the lengths to stand up for him in front of them and. They just kind of think that I'm too much and um, overall just I feel like super judged. I know they talk about me and it's like 
I can be this quiet like mouse person that I imagine they want me to be and I can have like no problems with that or I can continue being who I am and continue to just basically be judged and know that they're talking bad about me to him. Can you give an example of the type of confrontation that you have with them? Let's see. Um, they kind of, they're just really, really judgy about what we do. And if, for example, if we take a day off, they'll ask like, oh, well, where'd you guys go? And we'll say, oh, we went, you know, we spent a day at the at a hotel and they're like, well, you guys aren't even making enough money to do that. How are you doing that? And, and, mm-hmm. ju- and my, my boyfriend will kind of try to brush it off. It'll say, no, you guys look like we have our own lives. Like we saved enough don't worry about it like I kind of stand up for us and he doesn't Mm. and so that makes her sort of think of me as like oh she shouldn't be standing up she should be uh sitting down I guess you could say I see so maybe it's like just in their heads it's kind of like a respect your elders type of situation it could be it could be that um it could be that like a, a lot of times and I don't know. I don't know what your relationship was with your parents. So maybe you got along better with your dad than your mom, because um, you said that you have a harder time getting along with uh, maternal figures. Is that is that kind of how you're? Yeah. Yeah. I was raised by dad only. Oh, okay. Okay. So that makes sense. So with mothers, and I found this with a few of my ex boyfriends, um, and and just like my own mom's relationship with my brother, there seems to be just like a different type of bond that like mothers have with with sons and it's almost like you're taking their place to some to some mothers very true and um and so like with some boyfriends that i've had there were like overbearing mothers where like every little move i made they were judging me for it because they wanted to make sure that me basically that i was like them or like they were the better version of me so that like they'd be okay with me taking their place. And so that might be what's happening there is that you're so different than her that she's almost like, well, that's not how I would have done it. So she's not fit to take my place. Right. I I remember, I think the first experience of it was like, I I like to eat healthy and I like to make, you know, balanced meals throughout the day. And I was making like an omelet with like a green smoothie and, you know, green smoothies, they just look, they look gross, but, <laughs> you know, they can taste good. Um, and she came up to me and was like, that is not what we eat. He likes eggs and bacon. He likes pancakes. This is, he's yeah. not going to eat that. See, that's her asserting oh herself. That's her being like, I know my son better than you. I'm so annoyed by her. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. But I feel like, Steve, you've gone through this before, too. Like, yeah. vice versa, like where I'm like you. I'm confrontational. It's like, well, when people are like, I know her better than you. I get pissed. You get so mad because I, I feel like, yeah, it's like there she's being kind of territorial. Like th- that's, you know, I know my son better than yeah, you. Yeah, She's peeing on your leg while she's going by. It's right. honestly that. By the way, I love that you make green smoothies. I, I think they're so good. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. Whenever I drink them, I I notice a huge boost in energy and like my skin clears up and stuff. I used to be such a hater on them, and then I started drinking them, and they were so good. Dude, sure. I you, I had an ex where I would have to stick up for her to her whole family. Like at the same time, it was like I was fucking Zoro sword fighting a room. Yeah, but yeah, that's just and it, but you know, at the end of the day, I also know the role of the parents in a relationship. And at the end of the day, I would go up to the dad and be like, "Yo." I 
said what I said in defense of your daughter, not as a between you and I thing. I respect you. So this is important things to do as well, right? Not just like treating it like, hey, she's coming down on me about some shit. She's being prickly about things. Like it's also about is showing that you respect them, I think can be really helpful to, as far as like getting your relationship back on, on the on the rails. That's true. And uh, I feel like the way that I won over my ex's mother was I just spent more time with her and like did some stuff that she liked to do just to like get to know her better. And then it's like you're coming from a basis of understanding rather than like butting heads all the time. But I think that also comes be with the territory of me having a good relationship with my own mother. So I, I think it could be harder if you weren't raised with a mother no doubt too but right. establishing that respect is important yeah because then they see you not as an enemy from minute one right totally that's, mm. that's just a little trick you know you don't have to get this woman to respect you yeah because at the end of the day you're he you're, he loves you and yeah. he loves everything about you and including all aspects of your personality and that's what really matters but you know long term it would be more peaceful to be able to get along with your in-laws and I think that peace comes from them feeling respected and I think that probably the only person who's gonna get your mom to listen is your, is her son right it seems like so if he was to stick up for you and be like yo I'm eating this green shit right now because I want it I don't want to <laughs> eat fucking pancakes and shit then she's gonna shut up next time you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and I always see the movies like um daughter or mother-in-laws with their daughter-in-laws with this cute relationship like they're going dress shopping and i'm like oh, i want that but it's okay it's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> just like that huh you know it's not happening it's all right i'll have a cool dad-in-law camping uh relationship there you go, there you go. How, how is he do you get you're getting along with him just fine huh they're just he's quiet and he just kind of lets things go like with the flow and he doesn't really have much to say and i like it like that I gotcha. Yeah. We have one of these in our family. <laughs> I, yeah. Alrighty. That's true. But yeah, I, I keep your head up. Um, don't let her get you down. But, you know, I, I would, uh, if you want peace, I would try to like get some sort of like uh, mutual respect going. But um, otherwise, just be you. Yeah. That's all you can do. And, you know, have your dude be like, yo, Ma, lay off her. Jesus. Oh, yeah. What's your deal? for you. Right. Yeah. Because for some reason, she's not going to listen to you, which is terrible. Yeah. Well, thanks, Naomi. I hope things get better. All right. Thanks, you guys. And have a good Christmas and Thanksgiving, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Poor chick. Damn. Yeah, man. I got so lucky with my in-laws. I was just about to say that, man. Yeah. This is just like we got off the phone with the, with the chick about the porn, and it's like, yeah. oh, man, we fucking a lot. And it's like, oh man, we got such sick in-laws. <laughs> Jesus, we suck. We're I'm assholes. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, we're assholes. No, but I feel like I've gone through those other experiences. Me too. On the on the their side, you know. Um, yeah, definitely had a boyfriend that was masturbating to porn more than he was having sex with me before, and then vice versa. Listen, man. Sometimes, your I was in a sexual relationship with somebody who didn't want to do things that help me be like be in the game for the sexual relationship mm, and like so foreplay. when shit like that's going on yeah you you don't feel like having sex. sex is fun right you feel like sex is work mm. like and so when it gets to that point then yeah maybe the guy needs to rub one out or whatever i'm not saying that's what's happening there i'm just saying like 
there are more shades to all of this. Different circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that definitely that that right there made me dread sex yeah. with this with this person. I was just like, whatever. You'd have to like drink. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You'd have to drink. You'd have to fucking, you know, uh like get in the shower or whatever. Do some affirmations. Just something. <laughs> yeah. Something to to just you know yeah. focus on something else. Cause it was not it was not you're not there because you're like, oh, this person likes me. It was like, this person needs to get off on my body, I guess. True. And that's all we have for today's episode. We had so many calls for this episode, everybody. We have to split this uh, episode 100 into two episodes. Two videos. So we're going to have, it'll be episode 100 and episode 100B or something like that. Probably 101 if I was counting. Oh, I like that. Well, we'll make my an hands. extra episode. <laughs> all right. I enjoy that. How about them apples? Uh, so, yeah, thank so, you for all your questions. Holy cow, there was so many. So I know, we, so we many good ones, We to keep the ball too. rolling. So. so tune in next week, and we will finish all of these awesome questions. Yes. And, Please. And one of you, one of you, um, we left a message for you. Uh, yeah. So um, we'll get you on eventually. I think <laughs> Maybe she- episode 200. <laughs>